This is Meg Crossan, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. What's going on, Spirit Family? Tim Lawson here, host of Follow Your Spirit. Unfortunately, uh, my colleague Jordan Small uh, is, was super busy this week with college stuff. Apparently, she wants to graduate uh, and was unable to join me. So, so it won't have any sort of dialogue with her. But what we do have is a player interview. We interv- I talked with Meg Crossan earlier this week, and uh, we talk about what got her into soccer when she was confident she might be able to go pro, the transition from college to pro, and her experience with the Spirit. We talk about some of the her relationship with some of the other players. So, uh, really fun interview. Enjoy. Okay, Meg. Well, we we start. I like to start these interviews um, at a at, at the beginning of your soccer career, way back to when you first like saw the game of soccer. Like, how were you introduced to the sport? Um, I have my older brothers to thank for that. They were both on teams growing up, and I pretty much wanted to do whatever they were up to. So I got into that, trying to join in at their practices, pretty much on the sideline, though. But eventually I had them in the backyard, begging them to play with me. And then I ended up being the one that stuck with it. So is that, thanks is, to them. Is I, that... I was introduced when I was, like, four years old, I think. Okay. And you, and you said you're the one who stuck with it. So how long how long did they play? They only played for a couple of years. It was around when they were eight and ten years old, playing multiple sports. Gotcha. And they moved on to other sports, but they introduced me to my love of the game. Yeah. So yeah. Um, when when you were growing up, um, what athletes did you would did you look up to growing up, and and how? Um, how exposed you were you to women's sports? Oh, wow. I'm so fortunate that I think I was maybe the first generation that was introduced to those 99ers and just Mia Hamm and her teammates. Yeah. Um, I pretty much lived in her jersey. I feel like all the photos of me growing up, I'm in a Mia Hamm jersey. <laughs> but um, I went to the World Cup in 2003 and got to see them play at the Home Depot Center, and we'd go down to San Diego and watch the soccer league with all those 99ers. Um, but I think Mia Hamm was probably my ultimate idol because of her attacking presence. She was just a beast. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what, uh, um, what, a, what a monumental moment um, for not only the game but for, for American sports. Uh, those nine yes. years, yeah, phenomenal. Um, so, so cool. When when did you realize then uh, in your uh, in your career since you since you got to see um, women's soccer at its you know perform and, and win win like at the highest level and you knew that that was a possibility? When did did you then realize in your life that you could potentially go pro? Wow. Well, I think growing up, I just had people telling me that anything is possible and it was definitely a goal and dream of mine throughout my life and we had those amazing women like telling us it's possible um I had great role models and coaches reminding me like I'm more than capable but probably in college is when the dream I had a real realization um solidified that idea 
I don't know, Leslie Osborne, Ali Wagner, Brandy Chastain were all involved at um, my university. So luckily we had them to remind us to keep yeah. chasing our dreams. You, uh, my you... dream was always to play. Yeah? No, go ahead. My dream was always to play overseas. I just thought that was the coolest thing, and it was the coolest thing. I was able to do that. Um, in the past two years, but I think I realized the reality of playing in the U.S. my senior year of college. My plan was just to go overseas, um, but my college coach uh, approached me and asked me if I'd be interested in playing in the NWSL. Like, there was teams interested, and I was like, wow, I can do this. So I went for it, and I ended up overseas after that, but it brought me back to the American League. So there's many journeys, many routes you can take to get here. Yeah. Now, um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've, you've played in Japan, Spain, and Lithuania. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Um, how did you – so I, I've been to two of those countries, Spain and Lithuania. So, uh, how, how did you – were you playing in Vilnius or were you playing somewhere else in Lithuania? I can't believe you've been to Lithuania. That is crazy. <laughs> um, I was in Chalet, so a few hours from Vilnius. Okay. Okay. What brought you there? Uh, uh, I was so I was I I was posted. Uh, I was a Marine security guard at the embassy in Moscow, Russia. Um, but the Russian wow. the Russians wouldn't allow us to train with our weapons. Surprise! Um, and so we uh, so we had to do uh, we did, when we did weapons training, which just like our fire like our firearms and stuff, we had to go somewhere else. And so um, I went to Turkey one uh, one time, and then I went to Lithuania the other time. Okay, awesome. Good yeah. for you. Thanks for your service. <laughs> hey, uh, Super cool. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for your heart, your tax-paying <laughs> dollars that paid my salary uh, so that way I could go do things. Like, I, I spent, like, 48 hours. Uh, it wasn't long. I, didn't say, I spent, like, a couple of days in Lithuania. Maybe three hours were spent do, on the range, and the rest of the time I was running around Vilnius um, sightseeing. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, it was a cool experience. Um, what has been the biggest adjustment then? Um, since you've played overseas, this is a two part question. What was the first, what was the biggest adjustment going from college to pro? And then what's maybe a difference or an adjustment you've seen in playing overseas versus the U.S.? Yeah. Um, just the overall maturity of level, the maturity level of players. Um, pro versus college, just everything, speed of play, experience, quicker decisions, um, little little time for errors on the technical, tactical side. So that was a big step up. Um, from playing abroad, man, the styles were different everywhere I've played. Spain, I'm, as I'm sure you know, they like to sit on the ball. It's a little slower compared to our fast league. Um probably less athletic, but super technical. Definitely got to work on my technicality over there. Um, And then in Japan, it's also extremely technical and quick. Not fast like us, just quick. Yeah. So definitely different styles around the world. And I'm lucky to have experienced in multiple. Yeah. Um, You are back here in the U.S. playing for our beloved Washington Spirits. 
Um, the, yeah. the Spirit have three games, uh, three games in the bag with four points. Some hard-fought games, some great play we've seen uh, from from both the Spirit and their competition uh, this early in the season with um, with with some decent success and plenty to be optimistic for. What is the atmosphere in that locker room right now? Yeah, like you said, it's early in the season, so I'd say it's pretty relaxed. We're um, also, for being this early in the season, we've gotten really close. It's a close-knit group, which is amazing, always something you look for in a team, and usually that takes time to build, but we made that happen pretty quick. Um, So I would say relaxed. There's a lot of laughter in the locker room. We We have fun together. It's a great energy, and truly it feels like we've established a family already. Yeah. So it's going to be a long season. I'm sure we're going to have some obstacles and a lot of success. And it's good to know that we have this base as a family. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So that rolls right into my next two questions. We'll start with uh, on the pitch. Which which player do you feel like you have the most chemistry with on the pitch? Just who, who gets you? Who do you get? Hmm. That's a tough, that's a tough one. Maybe off the top of my head Maggie I just I think her awareness is unbelievable on the field um when I'm out on the wing and I feel like I'm making a run that no one might necessarily see she somehow gets the ball to me in perfect delivery almost every time and I'm just amazed the ball at my feet and I'm like dang Maggie what a great look so I think we have a little bit of chemistry yeah, Maggie. Uh, Maggie was the uh, was our favorite for for rookie of the year. Of course, she did not get the nod. That really? Year, but, um, I mean, we. I mean, she, she was amazing. I mean, in in a in a season that was so um, you know disappointing in a number of ways, injuries and and uh, low scoring games, stuff like that. Maggie Doherty Howard was this amazing uh strength that everybody knew that we had it was just so much fun to watch her play uh and everybody around here was was um lobbying for her to be considered for rookie of the year and i'm sure she was but uh you know it's a, it's a, the league's full of great competition and um a, mid, yeah, a midfielder's yeah. not going to get that nod quite as easily as uh maybe a forward might so um then yeah, off, off the pitch yeah off the pitch um when you're away from the game uh, which of your teammates do you feel like you have the most chemistry with? Oh, man. Like I said, we have such a good group. We all hang out as one big group, which is, isn't very common, I feel, on some top teams. But um, I'd have to say my roommates, Bailey and um, Paige, Bailey Feist and Paige Nielsen. We have our own little family in our apartment. Nice. Bailey's a rookie out of college, and Paige and I always talk about how she feels like our little sister. So that's really cool. Um, also, Sammy Joe for Dome. She's one of our keepers, and we're both from California. And we've actually we grew up playing club soccer together since we were 12 years old. So sometimes we just look at each other and start laughing, and are like, I can't believe we're both here together. And we reminisce on some funny times from high school. Nice. So I know I named a lot of people, but yeah, yeah well, that's good. I mean. It's good. It's good to learn uh, about uh, all those relationships, and, and the, um, you know, I was just thinking as we can't because you are you are my, uh, you're you're the first interview of the 2019 season, 
Um, and you are also this is also episode one hundred of Follow Your Spirit. That's uh, it's something to, wow, to celebrate. I'm yeah. so honored. Yeah, what? Well, well, it's, it's an honor to have you. <laughs> but I was thinking going into <laughs> this interview you. that. Uh, when I started this in 2016, you know, looking at the rosters, there's only a, there's only uh, I think Tori Huster, Mike, oh, and I guess Shane and Callie, uh, they, they were drafted that year, but the only players that were on that 2016 roster. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for me to 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 uh, meet so many of these uh, these new players that have come in, in the past year or two. Uh, so hearing about all the relationships that you have, I think, um, helps us as an audience sort of understand more uh, what this team looks like and, and how they get along. Um, you know, we're, we're only three games into the season, um, but I know, but you know, you as a player, you see so much more of the team than we do. You see, you know, in training and, 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 um, meetings and stuff like that. Um, who might be an unsung hero on the team? Maybe someone who isn't lighting up a stat sheet, but is definitely contributing to the success of the team. Um, and I'm, I'm going to make you commit to one player, by the way, you, uh, one, one or one or two. This is where where you have to be a little picky. Okay, I think I got it. Okay. I know you're familiar with Joe Lemon. Of course. Um, yes, I don't think our team would be what it is without Joe. Hands down, she's just every day out at practice, friendly, positive with everyone. Um, yet also brings this crazy intensity to every single practice. And she's been on this team forever, and still is like consistently in the heart of the team, even in retirement. She recently retired, but she's still a part of the team. And um, yeah, just I think that just shows true passion and leadership, loyalty, and just team love. So I'd have to go with Joe Loman. Very good. Well, Joe, uh, Joe's a fantastic person. The The audience is uh, familiar with this, but um, since you brought her up, Joe is actually the reason why this podcast exists. Uh, for, for wow. A yeah. She, she, look, I picked, I picked the right one. Yeah, exactly. She, she did, I did an interview with her on a, on a separate podcast that I had done and it went so well that it like, it interested me in women's soccer. Like that's how well Joe represented herself as a player and, and an amb- ambassador for the sport. And I was like, huh, I kind of want to cover women's soccer now. And lo and behold, here I am, uh, with the, with the follow your spirit covering the Washington spirit. So, um, Joe has every, every bit of, influence on uh on this show as she does um other places so our, our hats off to joe yes. for an amazing our- career too yes yes very um, accomplished what is your favorite spirit squadron chant um shoot i'm not i need to work on this because i'm not really familiar with them i hear them cheering for us but i can't i haven't made out exact chant yet so okay. i might have to get back to you on that one that's fair we do some fun chants at our practices though led by richie oh, um nice. he makes some some fun chants george just with people's names jordan dibiasti and then we're all singing it together jordan dibiasti dibiasti and then it's stuck in our head all day <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps it light and super fun very well. Well, at uh, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a month or two to actually to get familiar with the Spirit Squadron chance, and then after a Thank game, uh, after a game, I'll catch up with you and and we'll get we'll ask you uh, which one you enjoy the most. Okay. Yes, I'll check back in. So, 
this week, uh, you guys head off to uh, New Jersey to play Sky Blue. Sky Blue uh, with some challenges this season, but definitely not a rollover team. Um, how are you preparing uh, for this? Um, how are you preparing for this trip on the road, trying to finally get a, a point on the road? Something that um, obviously only one game on the road so far, but something that the Spirit have been that had have had a difficult time with the past season or two. Um, how do you? Fi- how about you? You personally, we'll we'll start there. Like, what are you personally doing uh, to better yourself as a player? And then, how do you feel about the team's preparation going into this week's match? Um, we definitely want to come out of this game this weekend with three points. I don't think we just want one point. I think we want the three points. Um, we're all really focused. I don't think we were very content with our last performance. Um, we're happy about the one point, but I think we want to be prepared to take and beat any team that um, applies the same amount of pressure as Seattle did. So I think we're going to hold ourselves to higher standards. We're working really hard this week going over tactics, um, more specific specific tactics on the field. Yeah, just working on that. Personally, I think I'm going – personally, I just need to focus on my role, whatever that may be. and yeah, just focus on our roles. And like you mentioned earlier, chemistry, we're still getting that with the different lines, the defensive line. So just we got to come together and show some grit out there and fight for the three points. Show some grit and fight for the three points. I like that. Um, just a, a couple fun questions about the team, some uh, superlatives, if you will. Um, who on the team would? Who on the team? If if we took the cell phones from every player on the Spirit, who who would lose their mind first? Oh my gosh! I don't want to call anyone out. <laughs> who would lose their mind? Okay, maybe not lose their minds, but who do you think would struggle the most with being separated from their phone for an extended period of time? And for for whatever reason, maybe maybe it's because they're just they're they're really interactive with their social media. Because maybe because they uh, they do other things. But okay. I guess maybe lose your mind. Maybe isn't a fair way to put it. But who do you think would no, struggle no, the I most? Gotcha. I can I can call out my roommate Paige Nielsen, but maybe it's a pos- in a positive way because she's got her brand pretty established via Instagram, social media. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she. If she couldn't access Instagram for a little bit, that might be a little bit of a problem. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, but, it, but for, for, like you said, for a positive reason, she has, she has her brand that she's trying to grow. Um, yes, yes. Give her a follow, everyone. Paige you... Nielsen, I think that's her. She is, she is awesome on social media. A lot of positivity, and I know she has a lot of followers that look to her for guidance in their lives. So it's really cool. Yeah. Um, which if if you could um, uh, which which two players? What's the right way to right way to ask this? I, I'm so trying. To, um, I'm a po- I'm a podcaster. I've been podcasting for a long time. I'm curious from your perspective, uh, which two players? If you could if you could pick two players on the Spirits to co-host their own podcast, who would it be, and what wow. would it be about? Hmm. But you're you're the producer, so you're the one who not not who do you think would be the best, but you're the producer. You're like, you know what? I want a podcast with with you and you, and you guys are going to talk about this. 
Wow. Okay. I think a really iconic duo could be Aubrey and Sammy Joe. Aubrey, and I think, I think they could base it off of maybe a food tour of the D.C. area. And um, Aubrey's a very good planner, knows every spot in town. And Sammy would kind of just be along for the ride, but is absolutely hilarious and will have you laughing the entire time. So I think that would be great. Perfect. I like it. Um, maybe maybe <laughs> one maybe one day we'll we'll sit down we'll have them sit down and uh, and and do a little. I, I I need a food tour around DC. I've lived here for years and I still don't know if I if I know the right spots to go eat. So um, yeah, I think we need to put that in motion. Yeah, absolutely. May Crossan, thank you so much for joining us on Follow Your Spirit. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we're going to be watching you come away with three points in New Jersey this weekend, and I hope to see you at the Soccerplex soon. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it.